1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNC's apply. You're listening to Continental Tires AFL Trade Radio. Engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tires today.
2: Uh, Yes, indeed. Welcome to the Maccas Run on Trade Radio. We do it all for Maccas. Score a one in four chance to win with a Monopoly game at Maccas. An hour of power to finish off a massive week, a first week of Continental Tires AFL Trade Radio. Free agency started today and there's a couple of bits and pieces to talk about there. And it all begins in earnest Monday next week and we'll be back on air 7 a.m. Monday morning, uh, Kane Corns and Matty Lloyd as I welcome in Matt Rendell. Matty, Hello.
3: Sammy Hargroves, how you going, Marty? Good to see the end of the week and good to see some uh, movement
2: uh, finally. Bit happening, isn't there? And mm. a bit to get through. So because you and I weren't together yesterday, mm. that means that a little theme that we've been doing across this week, a little countdown, if you mm. will, or count up, five, four, three, two, one. 4, yep. uh, the positions you pay, so where you should be spending your money. Uh, when you're putting your list together. So you've done five, four, three, and you've got two and one. So the two most important and valuable positions and the two positions you should be spending the most money on if you're going to build a premiership list. So that's still to come. Uh, And also, in a few minutes' time, I'm going to get you to explain, and you've been sitting on this for a couple of days, you're going to tell us exactly how Brisbane get everything they want Mm. and everything they need to get done in the trade period that's coming yeah. up and starting uh, on Monday. Before we do that on the Macca's run on trade radio, score a one in four chance to win with a Monopoly game at Macca's. You can get involved at any time. If you're a regular listener to the Macca's run, don't call the normal number. You need to call 1-300-2355-48 to get through. And if you are texting, you can't text through on the app. You've got to text through from your phone. 0419-187-323. 0419-187-323. So we can converse with you over the course of the next hour. But... Uh, Matty, the, the announcement came through last night that Brad Scott was going to be the 34th mm. coach in 150 years of the Essendon Football Club. It's their fourth coach in eight years. The appointment was announced last night after he had his first official interview yesterday. So it moves very quickly mm. when you think you've got the person you want. I made the analogy last night that it was a lot like well, I uh, did hear that. a meeting on a dating app. Mm. That you text back and forth. You get to know each other a bit mm. because they were speaking off the record and having yep. a chat a few weeks out from the grand final. And then they decided that they would meet up. And then they really, really liked it. They really hit it off. It was love at first sight. Every box was ticked. And they said, you know what? Let's just not bother. Let's get down on one knee. And uh, I do. (laughs) And then it was all ratified very, very quickly. And uh, the press release came out last night. Before we speak about the elephant in the room, we'll we'll address the positive nature of this. Because it is a really exciting time for the Essendon Football Club.
3: I think... um you know, on reflection, uh, it's a safe, steady head, mm. as I, as I see it. Um, Uze, you know, might be really great. Interviewed twice, but, yep. But we wouldn't know till he gets in that position. A lot of them don't know. Even the even these uh, assistant coaches don't know till they get in that position. And sometimes the job overwhelms them. We saw that with um, Reese Short at uh, North, midly um, during COVID. So. Uh, A steady safe hand, been and done it, had success, Um, never heard too much uh, negativity, criticism, the like, from the North Melbourne club when he was coaching there, but outsiders like Kingy and David King. but
2: Didn't didn't Sam um, Edmund have some fun with Kingy this morning? Um, um, so, But Nick Del Sano actually spoke to Fox uh, Sports today and mm, said, and was glowing in his praise, of that always found him really approachable. Was there, yeah. He was there during the two years as well that they went to prelims and he talked about the fact that if you want to speak about getting the most out of a list, Nick said that we didn't have the mm, list on paper of the teams that were finishing top four. We didn't finish top four in those years, yet got through to a prelim. So if you extrapolate that out, he is someone who's able to get the most out of a list. And I would say
3: that his strength there was that, you know, the players come to play every week. Um, you know, they put in effort. Yeah. Every week in, week out. That's what I would say. Looking at North over his period. Um, obviously there's, uh, there was a few uh, assistant coaches in the, in the um, wash up. Mm. that could, But they didn't know. Uh, the only one who has coached, before he was a real chance, was heard, and that brings its own baggage along at the same time. Um, I don't think Zach Merritt helped his cause with his comments at at some function before the finals that probably not a good idea to put him on as coach, Uh, which he backpedaled out
2: of. And it was interesting, Joe Watson too, uh, in the lead up to it, with all respect, he said it's a line out of the Sopranos, but remember when is the lowest form of conversation. And he thought a new direction is needed. It's a new era and, yep. a, and, and a new approach.
3: So really interesting from some of the players who played with him in that era, uh, played under him, sorry, mm. not with him. Um,
2: Dean Solomon's tweet though was fantastic because he was, we believe he was interviewed or one of the 22 yep. candidates. He was very quick to congratulate mm. Um he was very quick to congratulate Brad Scott, but also too, he spoke about the, the, the biggest thing he's taken away from this is how proud he is of James Hurd to be back in a position where yeah. he felt like he put his hand up to go through the process. He said that is hashtag courage. Um, and he was rapt uh, that that Hurdy had gone through the and, process.
3: And I think, um, look, he's been, he's well liked like players who played with Hurdy. Yep. You, you only hear praise. Yep. Uh, from all the players who played with him. They love Hurdy. Absolutely. Um, so look, um, as I come back to what I said originally, a steady, safe hands. If 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 the poo hit the fan with herd coaching again, that's a disaster. Mm. But they can, if a poo hits a fan with with um, with Brad Scott. Uh, you can deal with it.
2: Dave Barham said today that everyone had gone through the same process. He was glad that Heard had gone through it, and he was open to Heard returning to the club in another mm. role. And mm. I'm fascinated to see now that it seems like the fire's been reignited for James Heard, where he might find himself in football, because wherever he does, I believe that he'll be an asset to them. Brad Scott, though, was on the late trade today on Continental Tires AFL Trade Radio. He spoke about joining Essendon. Brett Scott, comma, Essendon Football
0: Club coach. How does that sound? Oh, it sounds exciting. Um, it's um, you know probably you know, if you'd said that six weeks ago, Damien, I mean, it would have been um, pretty um, highly unlikely. I would have thought, given but the way fo- the football landscape changes and, it, and when it changes, it changes rapidly. So uh, it's been a bit of a whirlwind, but uh, it's, um, I, I think it's a it's a really exciting time for the club and and. Hopefully I sold a vision to them and they sold a great vision to me. So I think it's a really good fit.
2: Um, We'll hear in a moment about what he had to say about the process that he went through because it was a little bit different to the process that some of the other applicants went through. Uh, As we know, they were sort of talking, um, communicating back and forth and then he was officially going into the process as of Thursday and then as we've spoken about, Mm. it all happened and was ratified quite quickly after that first official Mm interview and meeting um but kevin sheedy uh today as it's been well reported came out and said that he was extremely disappointed uh that the press release said that it was a unanimous verdict from the board um he said i'm extremely disappointed that the um the comment from my club was that it was fully endorsed when in fact i voted for james heard he said he wants the fans to know that he voted for james heard it was six to one he said i'm not happy uh, don't tell the Essendon fan base an untruth. Uh, he's insulted that Hurd would think I voted against him after what he's done uh, for our club. I uh, personally was stunned, but this yeah. isn't the first time that that, that yeah. Kevin's gone it's against this... the current it, with, with his comments about Clarkson and that he'd take North Melbourne to Tasmania. Um, after that, that's when the Clarkson camp. Well, this you, is really interesting because shut up shop with those negotiations, yeah. and now. Um, he's gone in a different direction from the rest of the board Well, we again. spoke
3: about this previously with Sosa and Damo. Um, but the thing I'll say about it is that Kevin has been a coach for a long, long time, and you have forthright and honest conversations with players, staff members, all the time. And mm. he's done that for oh, – how long was he coached for? 25 years, maybe? Yep. Um, you can't lie to – your players and your staff and that because you don't last long. If you tell pork pies to them, you don't last long at all. So coaches are used to being straight up and mm. down, giving you the uh, full story and boards mm. are full of, boards are full of um, business people who can bend the truth. If, the, if, 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 is that the word? I'm the phrase I'm looking for. But they should have said it's six one. They didn't have to say Sheedy voted for her. They just all they had to do was say the the board wasn't unanimous. It was six one. Um, the interesting thing about the whole thing is that Sheedy wasn't privy to any of the presentations. I'm sure he he wouldn't have seen any of the presentations. Neither none of the board would have, would they? Was it, who was the representative off the board? So Marnie was there. Yeah. Was there a representative off of the board? I'll
2: have to get the, the list up.
3: So, But the rest of the board members...
2: I'll have to get the list of who was on the committee. The rest of the board members wouldn't be privy to Jordan all Lewis. the
3: presentations.
2: So... Robert Walls, as we know.
3: Yeah, um, Lewis. H- His top, uh, yep. uh, So, So what I'm saying is none of the board members would have been privy to any of the presentations. So they would have been going off the recommendation of the panel that interviewed them. So kevy has gone with Herdy without seeing anything else from anyone else. Can
2: I, Does that qu- make sense? My question is this though. How, what, Kevin Sheedy's a legend and has yeah. done so much for this game. And I want to put that because he is a, like he is a le- mm. officially a legend of the game and has done so much for the advancement of it in so many areas. And we, we should be thanking mm. him often for what he's given. And what the game continues to enjoy because of him. And I could, the list goes on. Mm. But why couldn't he just have had that conversation with James himself? How does that help your footy club yeah, well, no, on this a, day?
3: I heard Josh Jenkins say that today. What is the point?
2: Today. Why do we need to know that? No. And why do we need to know it today on day one when mm. you're bringing him, he's doing the rounds. It's well, an it's exciting because, time. was because Robbo rang him yesterday. That's why. And that's fine. That's yeah. a great get from Robbo. But, yeah. but, but, Surely, Sheeds, and we love the fact that he has shot from the hip in the past so, and he's been a master at the headline, but how does that help your footy so, club right now? So I'll
3: ask Sheeds when he comes back, if if David Barrowman has said the board wasn't unanimous and they it was
2: 6-1... Bombers director, Dorothy Hisgrove, was on there. Oh, uh, one well. of the directors. Andrew okay. Thorburn, yep.
3: Is Andrew Thorburn a director? I don't, no. have, I don't have the list. No, no, list no I Kennedy. don't think he yep. is. Uh, so, so one director, Josh Marnie... It was a chair, so um, she was Dorothy was privy to the all yep. the presentations, but the rest of the board weren't, I assume. So um, if David Burrum had just said the board wasn't unanimous, it was six one, and said that to the members, would it have finished there? Would it have stopped there? He could have just said, "No." They
2: could have just said, "Brad Scott's been voted in."
3: Yeah. Well, if he said it was no. Because Sheedy's, the board has Sheedy's issue, the board a,
2: has decided.
3: Yeah, Sheedy's issue was about the transparency of telling him it was unanimous when it oh. wasn't unanimous. That's as I see Sheedy's issue. Why did you tell him it was unanimous when it wasn't? So if he would have said it's it was six one, would that be the end of the issue? Sheedy wouldn't have said I, anything. But I don't know why. We that don't know to, why.
2: Why? Why does that need to come out anyway? Yeah. The fact is that this is the guy. That yeah. however they came up with the, however it happened, well, and the look, members might find well, out in a meeting, but look, however it's happened, this is the guy. Well, so, what good does this do now? Well,
3: I, I would say that they didn't anticipate
2: Kevin going out and taking <laughs> voted for well, it. In fact, no, I'm 100%
3: convinced they didn't anticipate well, that was going to happen. That's
2: <laughs> fool me once, yeah. you know, with the Clarko stuff. Yeah. Shame on me. Fool me twice. <laughs> Shame on me. Actually, anyway. I've just got that wrong. I've just uh, George W. Bush yeah, that. Uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. But as George yeah. W. said, you can't get fooled again. And they did. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it is a positive day uh, for the yeah. Essendon Footy Club. Um, before we go to a break, I don't know how much time you need for this, but we did. Uh, we have said that you have been working on this for a couple of days. So the Brisbane Lions, no. and we're going to get to the Jordan to stuff. For about
3: five minutes.
2: <laughs> I, I'm trying to pump you oh, up, okay. I'm
3: trying to pump you up. Brisbane Lions, how do they get their deals done?
2: Yeah, so so just to set it up. We know that they uh Jack Gunston is going to come as a, a free agent. Don't have to give up anything. Don't have to do anything there. They're looking to bring Josh Dunkley in and they need to get enough points so that they can match bids for Will Ashcroft. Well, assume and, 1 and, and 20. Fletcher.
3: Assume so 1. So far
2: away. How does it all happen?
3: Assume, assume pick 1 and pick 20 for uh Jasper. Likely that Jasper Fletcher might be a bit further out. Um, that's normally the case and whether North nominate uh, Ashcroft pick one or they do what they did last year, they did rate Horn Francis above Dacos and Finn Callaghan. But even if they rate him Ashcroft number one, do they call him out number one? Because this is the issue I have with clubs with pick one calling out a player that you know is going to another club. That player who goes number one gets 10 grand. Mm. Why would you give ten grand to a player going to another club? It doesn't make sense to me at all.
2: So does, it, does he still get it? Croft
3: gets it. If yeah. Brisbane if he, match it, no. Yeah, if if, if he's pick one, I got. To, I've, oh, we might have to check that he gets the ten grand if he's pick one.
2: But if but if if they call him, if if North call out his name, mm. and and uh, and then Brisbane match yes. the bid, does he still get the? Yeah, 10? he's pick one. Wasn't that conversation about Jamara a couple of years ago? Uh. Was there a bit of conjecture go, around that? Oh, no, I we'll no, no. double check. We'll, no, show, we'll no, double
3: no. check the rules. I, I blew with the Crows because they called out, oh, you're going to take Tilthorpe. You just gave Jamara 10 grand to go to Bulldogs. So <laughs> so I'm saying leave Ashcroft to pick two. So the player you take a pick one, he gets the 10 grand. Sure.
2: Why would you give it to someone else? We've got sidetracked. How so, get their stuff assume done. he goes number one. Yeah.
3: Okay, so they've got 15, 33, 44. Yep. Total of 2,037 points. McStay, they've got a free agent coming in in in, um, uh, Gunston, and they've got a free agent going out. So the compensation you get, so McStay's compensation would be in the 20s, okay? So because you've got Gunston coming in, that whole uh, compensation gets diluted diluted to virtually nothing. Uh, Maybe they get a little bit like 40 or 50, something like that. Uh So they need to trade for McStay. Okay, so the best that Collingwood have got is pick 42. If they give up pick 42 Collingwood, which makes a lot of sense to me, it's 395 points. That gives them 2,432. Here's the kicker to get Dunkley in. They need to get, they need to trade for Bowes. They need to get the Bows pick in, yep. pick seven, and just hand it straight over to Bulldogs, pick seven. So that gives them 2,432 points. If Ashcroft gets called out pick one, it requires 2,400 points. So they've got Ashcroft covered. Fletcher, if he's picked 20, it's 720 points, which they haven't got. They've got 32 left. You're allowed to go into deficit the following year to 700 points. So if he's called out pick 20, they could go into deficit next year for 700 points. And I should look
2: that up to see. And do they do that if they don't, is that if they don't get bows, but if they get bows, they can get it all done.
3: If they get bows, they get it all done. Mm. If they don't get bows, um, they're going into next year's picks. They are mad not to uh, be into Bow. It's a
2: gift. But Jack Bowes is a gift with pick seven. Well,
3: we'll talk about that in a sec. But seven hundred points is a pick twenty-seven. So, um, they need to get Bowes in here and by hook or by crook, or they're going into big time deficit next year. So, um, but the Bowes stuff's interesting because the pick sevens become l- l- lucrative. Hawks, Geelong, Essendon are all in play for that deal with Bose. It's been unbelievable. But he has a say. Uh, he has the and whole he, say. You would,
2: you would have to think that he would want to stay in Queensland. He may not. He might want to come and see the bright lights. Of the uh, Hubbard, but he might, he's a Queensland he is a, kid.
3: He's a Cairns kid. So Played his junior footy on the Gold Coast. Country, country. Yep. So he might want to go to Geelong with all the other country kids. Absolutely. So it's four, four clubs in play here, which is crucial to Brisbane getting all these deals done.
2: Beautifully done. We'll get that up on Twitter. Matt Rendell explaining exactly how Brisbane get all their business done. The Maccas run on Trade Radio, score a one-in-four chance to win with a Monopoly game at Maccas. The news update next. Jordan Ngoi and Tom Papley have both signed five-year deals. We'll talk about those on the other side of this.
1: You're listening to Continental Tires AFL Trade Radio. Engineered in Germany. Proven in Australia. Search Continental Tires today. a trade news update for Beaumont Tiles. Hey Tylers, need stock fast? Beaumont Tiles are ready to help with over 115 outlets stocked up.
0: The process that I went through was very extensive and rigorous and there was a lot of I'm sure due diligence done on me and and likewise I had to do my due diligence on the club and you know I spent quite a number of weeks doing that and you know the first thing I'd say is that there have been some challenges here at Essendon, but there's a lot that the club is doing really, really well, and that'll be my first port of call to make sure that we retain all the great things that already exist within this football program and within this football club. Um, so it wasn't a matter of being convinced. Um, I was. In-
2: that was Brad Scott uh, at his press conference today, officially uh, rolled out as Essendon's new coach. Their 34th in their 150-year. History. He was really impressive on uh, late trade uh, with uh, Dave Noble, Steve Silvani, uh, and also Damien Barrett when he was asked to respond to Kevin Sheedy's comments today. After the press release said that the board had fully endorsed um, Brad Scott, Kevin Sheedy came out today and said he was uh, wanted. He was disappointed that the comment from the club was fully endorsed because he didn't vote for Brad Scott. And as it's been pointed out by a few uh, journalists today, including Cal Toomey, there is a difference between fully endorsed and unanimous. Uh, but this was Brad Scott's very classy response to Kevin Sheedy today. I think
0: it's actually healthy to have debate. I think it's really important that, that there's a really rigorous process. And to be honest, I know if, if Essendon had said, look, if, if you want to coach, we're, we're going to appoint you without a process, I would have been concerned by that. Because I think it's really important that there's um, an independent panel that was appointed to, to run a rigorous process and then recommend a preferred candidate to the board. Now, the board ratified that decision. So I'm not privy to the discussions uh, that the board had. And if I was privy to those discussions, I wouldn't disclose them. So um, I'm, I'm really uh, comfortable that I've gone through a rigorous process and that's the outcome. Um, but I think there should be vigorous debate. But, you know, if, it's, if there's not vigorous debate, then I, I think sometimes you struggle to get to the right result.
2: Classy response uh, from Brad Scott, Rigorous debate. You probably would have expected that before the release, not after it, um, but we have spoken at length about that. So the other big story today, Maddie, um we've been waiting to see what would come of the Jordan Goey and Collingwood contract negotiations, mm. which had stalled earlier in this week. Uh, Jordan degoy wasn't uh, keen to sign a, a five-year contract from Collingwood that had behavioural clauses in it. One of those was that if at any stage they felt like he had stepped out of line, they could end the contract uh, today it was reported that instead of that clause being in for five years it'll be in for two years mm. Ryan vague um, Jordan de goey's manager um, spoke to trade radio today about the behavioral clauses in the contract
4: in terms of the behavioral stuff um, like I'm not going to speak uh, obviously it, it's intimate to me and, and I acknowledge of it but the, the one thing I will say is um, the biggest thing um, for Jordan and, and what we conveyed to the club and they respectfully understood when we reached the position is that you know Jordan like all other AFL players we weren't going to have you know from our side of things Jordan held to any um, standards above that of, of what is expected of an AFL um, player under rules regs code of conduct policies and I think even the PA was was strong on that this week and um, so were we um, we weren't here to set a precedent. Moving forward, um, that could uh, expose players to more. Um, the club is very respectful of that. Um, and that's probably about all I'll say. Jordan is still bound by the behaviours expected of an AFL player. Um, and the rest of it um, will stay um, between the parties.
3: What do you think? Um, well, we knew there was going to be a compromise there somewhere. And the compromise yep. is we take three years off. And um, he has to be a good boy for two years. And he's got his five years. Take his passport off him. First thing I'd do,
2: <laughs> let him go overseas. <laughs> no, I, I, but, wouldn't, I wouldn't have done that. I just wouldn't have budged on the five years. Yeah, uh, yeah I know that.
3: You've been staunch on that. They
2: have compromised yes, for I him know. his entire career.
3: That's a good deal. And, and let it go. It's they a have, good deal. Exactly.
2: They have given him a good deal. Yes. All he had to do. And you can't. You can't sit there and say, well, no, we want to be just treated like every other player because history would say that, that, that you haven't been like every other player. Mm. And, and I don't want him out of the game, but you, you've got to sometimes understand that this club has, through thick and thin, stuck fat with you. Mm. And again, they've had to make another compromise for you. So I hope it works mm. out well for everybody. And, and, and one day in, in the, you know, with a bit more age and a few more grey hairs, They might look and go, geez, that place was good to me. Geez, that place was very, very good to me. He knows that. He's why he wants to stay. And people questioning Mm. having his brother-in-law as a manager. Ryan Vague, he took a, what was it, a three-year initial, got it to four. Got it to five. Got it it to five. Got the conditions removed.
3: Was helped by his final series.
2: He's (laughs) <laughs> he's braining it he's at the moment a as a manager. He's, he's,
3: he should go scout for some more players, I think.
2: Getting everything they want and mm. giving very little back the other way. Mm. Um, but the deal is done. So I'd be curious to see what Collingwood fans feel about the compromise that was made on that. Uh, 0419187323. Tom Papley is an interesting one, Matty. He mm. has re-signed for uh, five years at the Swans. It was only, I think, 2019 that he wanted out um, to Carlton. Yeah, has played 141 games now. Since he decided to stay, he's been all Australian, all Australian squad. He's led their goal kicking twice. Um, he's fifth this year in goal assists. Um, he's become.
3: Did he have two or three years left when he w- tried to get to Carlton?
2: Can't quite recall.
3: Was it? Was it um, his girlfriend was keen to come home? Not.
2: I, I can't quite remember. Yeah. Just he just felt like it was better. He, he probably wasn't yeah. enjoying his footy. As much yeah. as he wanted to, if memory serves. Oh,
3: that's a good get for these He's an important player for him And, um, oh, the one that got away, Collingwood, that one was. I'll tell that story next week. All right. We'll, we'll tell that next week? Yeah, one that got Jeez, away. I'm oh. looking forward to that. A couple, de- couple of depressed recruiters there was.
2: Looking forward to that because mm. he's such a – he is a barometer. Mm. He is energy personified. He mm. is a tone setter. Um. He's uh, he's fantastic. Yep. You'd love to play with him, I reckon. Yep. Uh, so five years for Tom Papley and Jordan Ngoi, Uh And Collingwood's best and fairest is tonight. So yes. they'll uh, roll him out. And uh, I'm sure it'll be a, a night Ooh. to celebrate. Uh, Carl Amon becomes the first player to move clubs. He signed... Uh, with Hawthorne um, as a free agent, a four-year deal, reportedly around 650K. The compensation, Matty, is believed to be uh, a second rounder at this stage, pick 27. He topped their Brownlow voting this year. Uh, He was All-Australian squad last Mm. year. And widely praised, have Port Adelaide been for the maturity with which they've handled this situation mm. mid-year? I think they knew from all reports, and um, th- but I'll give you my all; you give me your all. Yep. Um, didn't get a coach's vote after uh, they. Uh, oh, did he? No, didn't get a coach <laughs> in all the games. He got three in. He didn't get a single go- really. But uh, I'm being, and that's true. What about from the opposition? Don't think so. No opposition. So, but really well handled. Yeah, mature. How it should be. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Um, Be a great player for them. They've got options, Port Adelaide, to replace him. You know, you've got Dursma on one wing, you've got Farrell, you've got uh, Bonner. As in, there's someone else there I can't think of off the top of my head, but they've got options to play on that wing. Um, so, uh, good for. Uh, Hawthorne going down the left-footed wing defender's path again. <laughs> uh,
1: worked well. Sammy, <laughs> worked,
3: worked well in well their uh, well when triple premiership. I think they're going down the same path.
2: Their list boss, Mark McKenzie, spoke to Trade Radio today about Carl Leymond.
5: Yeah, it was great to get that one done early. It's always good during these uh, periods, whether it's free agency or trade, to sort of get something... Um, Get a priority done early, and um, you know, great for the footy club. Great for Carl. I think he's off overseas today too, so puts his mind at ease when he's um, jumping on the plane there. But um, yeah, great to have that go through. It's been a bit of a process, so it's um, glad to be official now.
2: Uh, just a straight bat from Mark McKenzie on uh, whether he's expecting a call from Collingwood in regards to Tom Mitchell. He had said previously that no, he's uh, we haven't got an offer yet. He's a you know contracted player and all the things that they say. Uh, but when asked, is he expecting a call from Collingwood about Tom Mitchell because he's been heavily linked mm. uh, to Collingwood? Tom, uh, this is what he had to say.
5: Oh, we haven't gone through any hypotheticals from that, and really from the facts that we well, you know, there hasn't been anything significant come forward or. or, or anything from, from that regard. It's more some speculation here from there, and um, and that's what we deal with with every player from here and there. You don't know what's going to come over the next couple of weeks, but at this point in time, that's a fact. He contracted no trade request at all.
2: You asked what their priorities are for Hawthorne. He spoke to that as well, Mark mm. McKenzie.
5: The thought process is be pretty similar again to, to this year where we need to get games into a group of guys, so... You know, we want to invest again in the draft. Um, and if we look at positionally, we're probably set down back there. I think uh, everyone can see that we've got a number of guys that can um, sort of play down back. Um, and have that's shown the ability to move up the ground twos, so I think that sort of midfield forward area is probably one area that we want to look at. And whether that's in, you know, this period over the next couple of months through trade and draft or, or the next 12 months, that's probably the area just because of, um, the players that are sort of rotated through the back line and a few of those have gone up onto the wing as well and even through the midfield. But I think we need to find that 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 mix within the midfield but also up forward going um, you know, going over the next couple of years. But I think the plan will be, again, to get more games into these guys. And to the coach's credit, um, he was able to do that this year. I think we had, you know, on average, about 13 a week that were under 23 getting games in. I think we've seen how important that is when players start playing their 30th game and their 50th and 70th and getting close to 100 marks mark. So
2: I think that would be the aim again for another 12 months. Uh, that's the Beaumont Tiles news update. Hey, Tiles, need stock fast. Beaumont Tiles are ready to help with over 115 outlets stocked up. So, Maddie, I think it's pretty clear what Hawthorne are going to be doing yeah, for no, the next couple of years. Head to the a, draft.
3: Yeah, I, I did their list yesterday, yep. and exactly what he's saying is exactly what I said yesterday. Um, interesting time at the end of next year. Uh Look, they've got a couple of really good young players in the midfield, Newcomb and Ward in particular. Mm. Um, O'Connell's going to be good. Yep. Um, McDonald, is it? McDonald as well, not bad. Um, so, but the yeah, Connor inter- McDonald, sorry. Connor McDonald, yeah. yeah that's you <laughs> I to make up play- a player? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you did. did. Um uh, The really interesting was uh, end of next year, um, Wingard and O'Meara had a contract. I reckon yep. they're off. Yeah, no, I reckon they're gone.
2: If I had to, if I had a crystal ball, I'd predict that Hawthorne – because Sam Mitchell's under no pressure. They're going to no. stick fat with him. Yep. They're going to let this process play out. They won't get spooked. They will back him in, and uh, it, they'll go to the draft for the next couple of years. Next year's draft crop's supposed to be a bumper crop. Uh, and then once those free agency – those um, recruits that they brought in in the Clarkson era have have wound up, I think they'll bring in another crop of free agents to and, try and bolster the list.
3: And they haven't got any free agents – Uh, going out. So Chad Wingard's been there five years, so he's not a free agent. Uh, Mira has been there all seven years, but he's not a non-free agent. Why would that be? He should be a restricted free
2: agent. We'll look into that. Uh, But when we come back, Matty Rendell is going to announce the two most important positions uh, and the two positions that you should be paying above all others uh, Mm. when you're putting your list together. We'll do that next
1: You're listening to Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. Trade up to Continental Tyres. Engineered in Germany. Proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today.
2: Uh, Maccas on your team is back supporting local community sporting clubs across Victoria and Tasmania. For your sporting club's chance to receive a $1,500 grant, simply head to mcdonalds.com.au slash Maccas on your team. Download the Cinefly app to submit your video application. All you need is your phone and a little bit of creativity. I'm sure you've got both those things. There are 153 grants available to any community sporting organisations based in Victoria and Tassie that have under 500 participants. Deadline to apply is Friday 30th of September 2022. McDonald's continuing to do great work in the community. Matt Rendell, five, four, three, two, and one, the two and the one. These are the two positions that you need to pay. If you're going to have a premiership list.
3: So number five was intercept back. Number four was the hybrid forward. So I think, uh, Stringer, Heaney, Green, um, and the like Fritsch Elliot. Um, number three was the key back, uh, speaks for itself. Number two, the key forward. Okay, McKay, key Buddy. forward number two. Yes. Hawkins, Lynch, Curno, the Kings by two. Um, obviously really important. You need a competitor. It's a tough position, especially uh well, the game's opened up a bit now, oh. so it's a bit easier for them. But you know, when they were piling back, the game was slow piling back. It was not impossible to kick a goal. You had to be a genius. But it's opened what up Buddy a bit. Has been, yeah. uh, that's what Buddy's been. It, it's opened up, and it's allowed these key forwards to do some work. Uh, but I'm using cause and effect here. Uh, there's a you need to get the ball there to them, and they're the important blokes. The blokes who get the the ball to them. So, so, so just, if just... they can't get the ball to them with any semblance of uh, class.
2: They don't kick the goals. In saying that, though, the key forward of the modern day, which I think, um, Buddy, it was a pressure forward, but Tom Mm. Hawkins, Jack Grewalton, Josh Kennedy all started – Tackling inside fifty, mm. they started not only taking contested marks and marks inside fifty, but they started getting high in score involvements, goal assists. Well, they started to distribute as well as to kick themselves. Well, that's
3: not that's not new. That should be going on for ever and a day since Adam was a boy. I mean, the Dark and McKernan were pretty damn good at putting pressure on in that forward line. Those two blokes that, and uh, Plugger put a different lot of pressure on. He used to scare the <laughs> the, the bejesus out of everyone. <laughs> And
2: unadulterated and, fear is a great way to stop someone and, from doing
3: uh, anything. And Gary Ablett senior, you you better mm. you better have had at least five metres on him. Dunstill had a head of steep. Dunstill did as well. Yep. So And get gave him off. Yep. Yep. So um, yeah, you, they should be doing that. The good ones do it. Yep. Um and they all do it now. So they gotta put that pressure on. So obviously really important, but if the ball don't get there, they don't kick anything. So who is number one? Well, the, uh, they are the big bodied bids. Yep. Slash forward. Yes. Okay. So let's name a few Dangerfield, Selwood, Bottom Pelly, Fife, Petrarca, the Goey, Cripps, Dusty. Oliver. Oliver. Uh,
2: yeah, maybe less he does, Oliver. He does accelerate out of stoppage now. The last yeah, couple of years, he's but really taken the. Every the bloke
3: I name there. Run, goes, carry, deliver. Every bloke I name there, except probably Selwood, goes forward. Marks the ball, kicks goals. Good point. Oliver doesn't. Okay. Uh, he kicks him from the midfield, yep. but not as a resting forward. Sure. Um, so let's have a look at it. Danger, Brownlow. Five, two Brownlows. Cripps, of Brownlow. Dusty, three Norm Smiths. Petrarca, and a and Norm Smith. And a Bra- Dusty,
2: a Brownlow, 2017. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, won
3: everything. Uh, the goey, maybe his best to come. Selwood, well, just a legend. Bond, should have won a Norm Smith. Absolutely got robbed by Johannesson. <laughs> he was B.A.G. Oh, by miles. Oh, or Tom Boyd.
2: Or oh, Picken. I you know, reckon it was... I, I reckon yeah.
3: was fourth. Yeah, I would have probably gone with yeah. that as well. Anyway, so there's where you want to pay the money. One, they win uh, contested ball. And One, clearance. Two, they win clearance. Yep. Three, they get back in defence. Four, they get out of the clearance. Yep. Five, they kick goals from on ball. Six... They go forward and mark the ball and kick goals.
2: And and the stats that I look, and all of these guys do well in, inside 50s,
3: Yep. score involvements. Score involvements. will go through Dangerfield, score involvements, six goals he had and six, 13.
2: He had six goal assists.
3: And 13 score involvements
2: yeah. in the grand final. That's, that's ridiculous. Th- that's exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Beautifully done, the big Matt money. Rendell. Where yeah. do you spend your money? List management has become just as important as coaching and development. It's uh, the triangle that you need to get right and how mm. you spend your money, where you spend your money, such a crucial part of that list management. Matt Rendell summed that up for you. We'll, po- we'll pop that up on the Twitter, where you need to spend your money, the five positions that you need to dish the cash to. Uh, this is Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. When we come back, uh, the daily wash up to Pope, there's some other things that have happened as part of free agency today. And you can have your say 0433 0419 sorry 0419 187 323.
1: You're listening to Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Uh, the wash-up, it's all four.
2: The wash-up is all four, Pope. Where'd that go? You deleted it on me, Link. Uh, we'll get to the, uh, the wash-up in just a moment for Pope. Um, Brad Scott, of course, the new Essendon coach. Uh, Jordan Dugowie, uh, signed for five years at Collingwood. Two years of that will have that behavioural clause in it. Uh, Tom Papley, a five-year deal uh, at Sydney to re-sign. Carl Amon, officially a Hawk. The first deal done in free agency. Oliver Henry Matty has requested a trade away from Collingwood um, to join brother Jack uh, at the Cats. He was picked 17 in 2020, 25 games, 28 goals. Did I talk to you about Geelong's
3: list demographic? Excuse me, list demographic? Or was that, I can't remember who I spoke with, Soss. I think it was with
2: Soss. I'm glad it was memorable, whoever it was with.
3: Um, 30 players from the country on their list, Geelong. Uh, now add Bruin and add Oliver Henry. you will be 32. How does that deal get done? Uh, well,
2: um. Long have got picks. I'll 18, just, 37, 47, 52, 55, 61, 73, 91. Um. And they've got to get Bruin in and there's one other. That
3: they're, the, um, they're Bru- also Bru- keen Bru- on Bru Jack Bowes
2: of- and pick seven. Yep. Yeah, but
3: that, they don't have to pay for that. They're giving him pick seven. So... Uh, that's why they want the pick seven. Uh, they might want it for a particular player in the draft. Geelong do uh, yes, that pick seven, which might be the Scott uh, the Selwood clone in Jai Clark. Uh, whether he gets a seven is another thing. But uh, they'll use their future something or other on Oliver Henry, and Collingwood will be happy to take it. Oh, uh, I can't believe they're letting him go. That staggers me. Uh, he's a he's a gun.
2: They did prefer Ash Johnson. To him.
3: Oh, I know that they've got, Ash jo- it's not like they haven't got options, Collingwood, but p- no. he's 20 years of age and I he know. kicks goals.
2: Um, by the way, Smart. Richmond, Richmond have a new president too. a uh, press release came out uh, early this afternoon that John O'Rourke will become the next president of the Richmond footy club oh. uh, in the completion of the AGM on the 19th of December. Uh, current president, Peggy O'Neill completes her final term uh, at the AGM. All the details of his illustrious career, very impressive, uh, resume and, uh, corporate experience. So Penny has became, to step down, uh, is under the down, yeah.
3: under their constitution? Is that correct?
2: I don't know if it's under their constitution. I will have to read the press yeah. release in full. And as they are these days, they're quite long and our mm. time left is quite short. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, The ABC of they released a statement, which I can't read in its entirety. We just don't have the time, but it's Mm. worth reading in relation to the Russell Jackson uh, story uh, about the three Hawthorne former Indigenous players and their Mm. partners that he interviewed and how that interview was separate Mm. from the Hawthorne review and should not be. And they also go into great detail about the opportunities they believe they provided the people named in that story to respond to it. Um, The other one. This happened to Richmond when they won flags in 2017 and 2019. You think of Butler, Ellis, Higgins, Choll, Coleman-Jones and the the 2020 flag as well. So apparently Jaden Hunt, West Coast keen on Mm. him and Toby Bedford, according to Cal Toomey, has met with the Giants a couple of times. The Giants,
3: is it? Okay. Yeah. To replace Bobby Hill.
2: Yeah. Sam Wiedemann could be another one that finds another home. This happens when you win a a flag.
3: Got a year contract to go, Sam. Yep. Uh, Bedford's free, and so is Hunt. It's like we used Hunt's to. Go, a free
2: agent, I think. You'd go around to that kid's house, and he had all those toys, yeah. and there was a heap over there that he wasn't playing with, and you'd say, "Hey, can I play with those toys?" Mm. You're not. No. Well, you're not playing with it, so I want to play with it, and it looks so, like that. That's what happens to so
3: Premiership teams. Basically, Spargo preferred over Bedford. He's and, got some and, and talent. Pickett, yep. Well, Pickett's always going to be there, but and they, Spargo Neil yeah. and they
2: play as that. High up and back, half forward, pressure Hunt, forward.
3: Hunt um, is a free agent. He'll go for nothing to West Coast if they want him. And uh, and Wiedemann has got a year to go. He'd have to be traded
2: for. Congratulations to Jack Redden too. Uh, as we yeah, do great the, career. The wash up for Pope uh, didn't two,
3: surprise me at all. Did it surprise you? He had no. a, he had a, he looked like he's struggling. He had an average year, uh, but two hundred and was it 80 games?
2: 263 games, 63. 129 Brisbane, 134 oh, outstanding. and a premiership player in 2018.
3: And, and at his best, brilliant. Excellent.
2: Yeah, uh, very good player. Underrated for,
3: um, for a lot of his players. Strange. Team. Adelaide kid. Went to Brisbane. Yep. Drafted to Brisbane. You think he's going to go back to Adelaide? Goes to Perth. I, I never found out what the connection was. There must have been a connection there somewhere.
2: Uh, number six pick a couple of years ago, Fisher Mackesy, has been meeting with clubs in Victoria. Carlton? Um, uh, Carlton believed to be oh, one of them. Yes. Uh, did you? Is he a player that you rated in his draft year?
3: Not at pick six, way down the order, and um, it just hasn't worked out for him. It wouldn't surprise me. He's got a year to go, so he's got some currency. It wouldn't surprise me if he's traded out.
2: Uh, that's been the wash-up for Pope, and this has been a very, very nice lead-in to... The action kicking off on Monday. Continental Tires AFL Trade Radio. Kane and Lloydy back from 7am where it really heats up. Trade periods upon us and you won't miss a moment of it on Continental Tires AFL Trade Radio.
1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.